0: This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. No internate today, but we have a uh, special visitor from Japan in studio with us. Hello, Michael.
1: Hi, how are you? My name is Michael Fantuzzo.
0: Michael's uh, making a East Coast tour. He decided to stop by the Sentinel Newsroom. I guess you are list- You like the show. You're a listener to the show, right? Is that, is yes, that why you're here?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I think you guys are doing what needs to be done, frankly. Um, you guys are in D.C., so I don't have to be, right?
2: That's right. <laughs> so- that and now right. you are, that too. Right. Yes. The story I noticed today that I really have to bring up that uh, actually isn't in D.C., hence why I'm bringing up at the banter portion, <laughs> this is uh this is one of my favorite subjects this is the intersection of rich assholes and meltdowns and also things that cost them money so Tesla's stock fell more than eight percent yesterday nice you know why it was because of an earnings call and elon musk had a meltdown <laughs> at one <laughs> point at one point according to bloomberg he said an analyst was asking, "quote boring, bonehead questions that uh, that, were, question, bro. that were quote not cool." <laughs> that was cool. He, not cool, bro. Why would like, you ask that in front of all the investors?
0: He said something like, "If you're not prepared for a wild ride, then you better sell."
1: Yeah. And yeah. most
0: investors just aren't prepared for a wild ride. <laughs> That's not why people generally invest, so.
1: He promised his workers a wild ride if they wouldn't unionize, right? He promised yeah. them a roller coaster. <laughs> We're
0: gonna send him on a wild ride to space here one day with, uh, without a reentry plan. We don't have investors that we have to have conference calls with where we uh, aren't at risk of saying stupid stuff. Not that we would say stuff as stupid as Elon Musk. Instead, we have you, our Patreon subscribers, Five bucks a month gets you access. Hello, Harper. That's Harper in the background. (laughs) Shaking. Uh, It's a good time for it to shake. she, She exited the studio in a huff since we're no longer calling it the Harper's Good Girl Studios. I forgot to mention off the top, we're now in the Citizen Capital Studios. That's the new studio name, Citizen Capital. Anyways, five bucks a month gets you access to bonus content on our Patreon. It also gets you your own haiku read on the air, which we're about to do right now. This one is for Dylan. He's not my POTUS. Instead, my president is
2: Jesse Ventura. Thank you, Dylan. This is for Michael, who's in the studio
0: right now. Who signed up today. This is the first time we've read a haiku to a subscriber in person.
2: No dogs on the train? How about no people instead? A, a much better rule. Yes. Thank Woo. you.
1: Alright, I felt great.
2: Thank
0: you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Michael.
1: And it's true. It's so true.
0: <laughs> Thanks to all our new subscribers. It's patreon.com/slash district sentinel. It's Thursday, May 3rd, 2018. Here's the news. <laughs>
2: pace of financial deregulation might pick up soon. Wall Street is chomping at the bit to get an Obama holdover out of a key regulatory agency. Martin Grunberg is still head of the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, or FDIC. Trump's pick to replace him, Helena McWilliams, isn't yet scheduled for a full vote on the Senate floor. Lobbyists complained about this, in a story published last night in the Financial Times the industry fears that McWilliams won't get confirmed until after this summer. One unnamed Wall Street lawyer told the publication, quote, We don't have a new FDIC chair, and Marty is not being cooperative, end of quote. Crime of river, fucko. Anyway, some of the things that Marty isn't cooperating on, according to the FT... He criticized the Fed and the OCC when the two agencies relaxed capital requirements. Grunberg said they helped rein in excessive leverage that led to the 2008 financial collapse. Grunberg is also seen as the reason that the Trump administration hasn't really taken on the Volcker rule. That's the post-crisis regulation prohibiting some speculation with publicly insured savings. Notably, Grunberg's term expired five months ago, so the story also demonstrates the president probably lacks the competence and the attention span to indulge his authoritarian tendencies.
0: I really thought that uh, Trump was being authentic when uh, he came out in support of the Volcker rule last year (laughs) or two years ago before the uh, Republican National Convention.
1: I thought it was really woke of him. (laughs) It
0: it seems so genuine. (laughs)
1: Yes, I wanted to believe.
0: (laughs) Don't call Michael Cohen. NBC News is reporting that the feds tapped the phone lines of Trump's lawyer slash fixer. Two sources close to the investigation made the claim to NBC. It's unclear when the phones were tapped, but sometime before Cohen's offices, his home, and his hotel room were raided last month. And at least one of the intercepted calls involved a number associated with the White House. Authorities are reportedly looking into Cohen's dealings with Stormy Daniels, which involved a $130,000 payment of hush money, a payment that may have violated banking laws or federal election laws or both. The president came out today and refuted prior statements, he said, and is now saying that he not only knew of Cohen's payment to Stormy Daniels, her real name, Stephanie Clifford, but Trump said he paid his attorney back for the $130,000 through retainer fees. Trump here clearly trying to ward off uh, FEC violations. Uh, Not sure if it'll work uh, with Cohen facing bank fraud violations if he lied on uh, paperwork on what the $130,000 was being transferred for. Sources say the feds are also looking into Cohen's payments to the National Enquirer related to another hush deal with a woman alleged to have had an affair with Trump. And interestingly, they're looking for material related to that Access Hollywood tape. Remember the grab them by the pussy one. Kona said that if he's compelled to testify, he would plead the fifth.
1: What do you guys think? Is this just like getting Al Capone for tax evasion? I mean, would you take it? I did tweet a
0: few months ago that I'm beginning to think for the first time that Stormy Daniels could take down the Trump administration. I thought that was probably in reference to her being threatened and if Trump himself was responsible for those threats. But uh, it looks like it's going to at least take down Michael Cohen, and maybe by Michael Cohen getting taken down, other information might come out to take down Trump. But her her lawyer is saying that he's not going to survive as... Well, he's not going to make it through his first term in office. He's going to have to resign.
2: If anything, maybe this will uh, hasten the uh, the end of the Trump presidency because it will help Democrats win back the uh, the House and the Senate because... Ultimately, impeachment is a uh, political question. I I, I don't think that bank fraud of Michael Cohen, alleged bank fraud of Michael Cohen, or FEC violations will bring down Trump himself. But Cohen could flip. Cohen's flipping. (laughs) (laughs) He's a rat. On yesterday's show, we noted how Christian fundamentalism reigned supreme at the State Department when Mike Pompeo was sworn in. Listen to this from President Trump this morning, in observance of the so-called National Day of Prayer. He's describing a man directly next to the podium. John soon ended up in federal prison, relegated to solitary confinement. That's where God found him. John began to read the Bible and listen to Christian radio. All right? Now... (laughs) I'm not trying to say this is different from standard Republican bullshit, and I know solitary is totally normalized in this country. This isn't unique to Trump here. Still a little jarring to hear the president effectively say, it's good to torture a guy until he comes to Jesus. A top communications aide to Scott Pruitt
0: resigned today. Liz Bowman is departing the EPA for a job on Capitol Hill, but she's the third top staffer to jump ship just this week as scandals continue to close in around EPA Administrator Pruitt. Today, a new one from Pruitt's past. Fifteen years ago, when he was a state senator in Oklahoma, he formed a shell company with a lobbyist to buy a house together from another lobbyist at a discounted rate. That's according to the New York Times. Pruitt then championed causes that the lobbyist he just purchased a home with was advancing before the state legislature. That included legislation dealing with changing workers' compensation rules. And guess what? Pruitt didn't disclose any of his ties to these lobbyists during the entire affair. Although this happened a long time ago, and uh, this is a crime of a different nature,
2: I think this is actually worse than the jack-off booth. It probably is worse than the jack-off booth, but it also shows why he wanted the jack-off booth (laughs) so he could make fucking calls to arrange shady (laughs) shit just like this.
1: Well, and to jack off, right? (laughs) Well, maybe. But I think think in terms of your guys' position, can I ask, like, the problem with the jack-off booth is the cost. It's not the jacking off, is it? (laughs)
2: Look the jack off booth is a <laughs> euphemism okay i don't i I don't actually think he's jacking off in the booth, but he could that's well the privacy is uh, <laughs> the
0: privacy allows for it, yeah,
2: if he wanted to. <laughs>
0: I would have a problem with Scott Pruitt jacking off in his office on the clock with like other staffers coming in and out. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's true. That would, yeah. Sorry.
2: Yes, that would be problematic for way other times. Yes, yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Teachers in Arizona are getting a raise. Governor Doug Ducey signed a bill into law enacting a 9% pay increase this year and 5% increases over the next two years. The governor put his signature on the legislation this morning. Too late for Arizona teachers to end their strike in time for today's school day. It's likely, however, that schools in the state will be open tomorrow. Just in time for Friday, kids. (laughs) 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 The Associated Press noted that many teachers' demands weren't addressed, as you'd expect. Those included pre-recession funding levels, regular raises, better pay for support staff, and a conditional moratorium on tax cuts. Mm. Still, though, overall, twenty percent worth of raises over the uh, the next two years.
1: It's dire- a, it's a good start. Direct action works. Yes, it's spreading.
0: Finally. You know your nominee might be in trouble when you need 27 pages of talking points to rebut all the arguments against them, such as the case with the White House's pick to head the CIA, Gina Haspel, a figure who was heavily involved in the agency's illegal post-9-11 torture program, never faced repercussions, and is now tapped to be director. According to The Hill, which obtained the document, Haspel supporters are urged to discuss her veteran experience, common sense leadership approach, and how she'd be the first woman to lead the spy agency.
2: Yes, slay mm. queen, <laughs> torture their ass.
1: The,
0: the memo states when pressed specifically about her involvement in torture to repeat this can line, quote, She is an intelligence and national security expert who follows the law as written and has demonstrated strong and clear leadership in very challenging positions. This document is a product of bipartisanship. It includes testimonials from previous intelligence officials, all vouching for Haspel, including John Brennan, CIA director under Barack Obama, and Michael Hayden, CIA director under George W. Bush.
1: The intelligence community is a gang. And uh, what do you guys still? What's your over under on her? Being I don't think confirmed? she's I, okay. <laughs> I think she's going to
2: get confirmed. but yes. it's going to be very well. It will. It's looking like it will be very close.
0: Mm. My uh, ever-lasting lack of faith in Democrats assure me that she'll probably be confirmed. Mm. It's a good bet to make. (laughs) That will do it for the newscast today. Before we go, let's check out the old listener rant line.
1: Hey, this is uh, Macho Man Rand Paul's neighbor. Uh, I just wanted to uh, let you boys know that the uh, music review website that reviewed the Jet album... Uh, with the video of the monkey pissing into its own mouth, was pitchfork.com. Back oh, yeah. when it was, it was uh, at its most pitchforky. Um, if anybody out there uh, needs to know anything else about piss on the internet, um, I'm at NeighborMania on Twitter. Send all your questions there. Thank you.
0: Oh, yeah, another piss boy we've got here.
1: Piss, piss, piss.
0: The listeners like the piss content, actually. yeah i'm not judging i'm not judging (laughs) either
1: god damn it sam you were doing good for so long and then i listened to the latest episode and what do i hear more bullshit against intern (laughs) nate so what if he doesn't wear his shoes in the studio god forbid he decides to get comfortable what are you so obsessed with your your, your boots cracking down the halls as you go into work with your boot with your uh, goose stepping? Come <laughs> on, man! And then asking him what he does for May Day to fuck you over? Jesus Christ! At this point, why shouldn't he? All you do is slander him on the air. For fuck's sake! Give him a break. Stop insulting our good sweet boy internate. Bye. Yeah.
2: I thought what inter- can I, say? I thought I thought internate and I were asking you about Mayday to to
0: own you. Yeah, you were uh, but I mean, I guess I'm back on my bullshit again.
1: Yeah. Well, if you don't like your job, you know, just do it not as good. I uh
2: my my only uh qu- my only qualm about internates uh barefootedness is that it's a safety issue. Mm. Lord knows what the fuck is on this road. <laughs> yeah. That's that's true. All right, one last call.
1: Ten years ago, we had Steve Jobs, Bob Hope, and Johnny
2: Cash. Now, ten years, ago, and we bone like we're cheating on each other
1: with each other. <laughs> a decade plus, and her Jobs, Hope, Cash area still pones my dick. Thank you.
2: This is like the uh, the uh, Jetsons meet the Flintstones, <laughs> <That's sighs> but of tweets.
0: Yes. Thank you for that call. The Rant Line, 202 684 6108. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish Podcast, hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com, another sponsor, levelnews.org, and Citizen Capital. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review, give us a rating, tell your friends to listen. The newscast will be back Monday. Patreon subscribers, you'll be able to hear from us for the Sentinel Cast on Friday. Michael, thank you for joining us today. I hope you uh, hope you had fun in the Sentinel Fort.
1: It was it was a wild ride, and we got through it together. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm thrilled. Um, so, please, please, please. Where if can people d- follow you on Twitter? I don't have Twitter. I deleted it. Jesus but if you Christ. want, I'll send you a copy of my archive. You can comb through it if you want to.
0: <laughs> Noted. We'll read it on the air next week. I'm
1: very prescient. <laughs>
0: we're all here in D.C., so you don't have to be.